Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 996. Uh, nice and fresh early morning. We've had uh, a lot of rain overnight, which is nice for the garden. And uh, I am off to the gym Thursday, uh, one of those mornings where I get to um, do some early morning training with clients and then get off to the gym to do my own workout one of my favorite workouts of the week, and I then get on with the rest of my day. Um, I'll tell you why it works really well. I've got to have my pre-shake on the way, so excuse me for a moment. Uh, my Wednesdays are just ludicrously busy, and I barely have time to do anything other than just serve clients, do my coaching, and there's certainly no opportunity on a Wednesday to be growing, uh, growing the business because of uh, just how how busy things are. And uh, by the time it gets to Thursday, uh, what I like to do is be able to give back to myself and do that workout because it's just so important. Because um, parts of Thursday are really busy uh, as well for me. It is a slightly freer day. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've got another hospital visit uh, for an appointment uh, with my daughter this morning. Uh, check up. Uh, we've got two appointments a week for that that type of stuff at the moment, uh, which takes up about oh gosh, it's probably going to be about four to five hours a week that that's going to take up, and I have a busy night. So if I don't get this workout done in the morning, I miss that window and then I'm, you know, screwed up in terms of my pattern. Um, so really important to keep that focus. So I'm really looking forward to this workout this morning. I'm running about 10 minutes behind schedule uh, to get that done, but um, I'm looking forward to uh, the workout this morning. One of the aspects that uh, has been, I guess, distracting me lately is um, sleep has not been coming as freely as I would have liked. I went to bed last night uh, absolutely exhausted and did my normal routine shutdown. I thought, man, I'm just going to drop off to sleep. I'm so tired. And then I found myself laying there and tossing and turning. It's like, what is going on? You're so tired. Why won't you sleep? And I was thinking about a whole range of different things, thinking about my daughter, uh, you know, second-guessing yourself as to, uh, you know, what you're doing and how you're doing things. And uh, also, um, I was thinking about, um, you know, updating some further equipment in the gym and uh, I was thinking about that, and then I, I found myself dreaming about that, and dreaming about weight plates and colours and that kind of thing. And I woke up uh, early this morning, and I thought, "Oh, the alarm must be just about to go out, uh, go off." And I, I looked at the the clock, and it was three forty-five. And I'm like, "What is going on?" Why aren't you sleeping? And then I laid in bed, tossing and turning uh, for another hour and 15 minutes. I may have drifted off to sleep slightly, but 
I was just uh, thinking about my gym and thinking about uh, the equipment that I was going to upgrade. And it's like, what? And get that out of your head, man. Go to sleep. You need to rest because you were exhausted from a huge day yesterday. Uh, but I didn't really get much. So um, I'm probably going to hit the wall later. Maybe I'll sleep better tonight. I don't know. Or I'll dream about it again. You know how you have, have that thing that you maybe sometimes just, just dream about? What keeps you awake at night? So that's been me a bit this week. Uh, different things. But your kids keep you awake at night, I think. Always worry about your kids. Uh, one of the, the things the, um, the doctors mentioned uh, this week was about how our goal is to um, you know, get our kids to uh, that position where they are healthy, ad- ha- healthy adults. And my mum always said, you know, we're not raising children, we're raising adults. And I've always remembered that because I thought that makes such, such good sense because we're trying to give our kids the values, the beliefs, um, the work ethic, all that kind of stuff, the healthy principles so that they can go on and, I don't know, my, my wish for my kids is for them to have more fun, more excitement, live greater experiences, have more success than I've had. And for me to help them them do that, help give them some information that perhaps I wish I had had at their age. Like if you went back and said to the younger version of you, based on what you know now, what advice would you give yourself as that 10-year-old, 11-year-old, 12-year-old, 13-year-old, 15-year-old girl or boy what advice would you have given to yourself then that you know now that would have helped you? And, uh, you know, with all the, the battles that um, my youngest is going through at the moment, uh, you know, that resonated with me to think, well, yeah, I mean, we're getting them to an adult and then I, I don't think you your worries ever stop as a parent but really if you can put them in a really good place to adulthood it's not like that they're then on their own but you hope that they're then in a position to have the problem solving skills and the resilience and all of those things so that they can go on to achieve whatever it is that they want to it's not that you're never not there for them but you know as they start to live their own life more uh, more freely more independently um, I don't know what age I expect the kids to move out from, you know, my place, but maybe it's mid-twenties, something like that, and they start to you know, get into their relationships, uh, rent, move away from home, all that kind of stuff. You, you really don't have that much to do with them. Uh, maybe you speak with them every few days, maybe it's daily for some. It really just depends. I can see that my youngest... she's probably going to be more inclined to to reach out. I think the other one will be more independent. I want to have less to do with, um, you know, parents, but more to do with her friends. And I guess, I mean, that's just, that's just life, isn't it? I mean, there was a stage, I, you know, I would talk to mum and dad once a week, then it was once every couple of weeks. And, um, you know, towards the end, it was, uh, you know, way more frequently than that. But 
uh, yeah, when they said that, it, it really got me thinking about, gee, you don't have that much time with your kids when you think about it to help shape them. And then certainly as they become teenagers and, uh, you know, my eldest at the moment, uh, she, uh, she's gone into her shell a bit, which makes you worry as a parent that, uh, is there something wrong? Uh, is it just tiredness? Is it hormones? Is it something else? And uh, providing a safe platform for them to want to talk to you and, and do those things. But I don't know, there's always something, isn't there? And then I've got uh, clients that their kids are much older and they've gone through relationship breakdowns and they're now managing the, the child, you know, the, the child of their child, a grandchild. Um, and you know there's financial issues some parents have got involved with police and and everything because their kids have got into drugs or uh, you know gotten into different issues I mean there's always something Um, so I think that the skill of resilience is so important the skill of problem-solving and uh, you know just really good family values and uh, can really help take take your child um, uh, long places but yeah I know I wonder what advice I'm just going to finish this hang on one more mouthful if you went back to the younger version of yourself what advice would you give yourself for me I think there's probably a couple of things the first thing would be that, you know, whatever you're going through right now as being, um, in my case, 11, 12, 13, I was being bullied. I was in a horrible place. I hated school. I ha- hated my image. I had no self-confidence, all of those things. If I had have said to myself, do you know, all these things that you worry about right now, there will come a time in your life beyond high school where this will never matter ever again because your world in high school is just so different. But, and it'll mean nothing. But at the time you're going through it, it means everything. And, and that's, that's the tough part. And I think the, the other part that I would have told myself is read. Read. Even if you don't like it, find books that you like. Read books about improving yourself. Find out as much as you can how to... Uh, you know, become a better communicator with yourself first and then with others. Because if you can master communication with yourself, that's the first step to being able to master communication with others. And it was when I started to focus on that, not until I was in my probably mid-40s, that I realized that, ah, that controls everything. That controls your destiny. That controls what you think about. That controls the voice inside your head. That controls what you're going to do in life, what it is that you're going to achieve. And we so often look to others to achieve the things that we want to achieve. But when we look inside ourselves, that's where we find what it is, those consistent, positive, uplifting messages. But it's not just about saying, Rob, you need to think more positively, because the very first book I I bought for myself was called Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude. And I never finished the book. I bought it when I was 16 or 17 because there was something about 
motivation, inspiration that drew me to it, but I never finished it and I never got into reading. And so I would say to myself, read. The earlier you read, the better. Read more and more. Become an expert, an authority in those areas because you will have so much of a head start on anybody else. You'll be able to achieve whatever you want so much quicker if you do that. That'll give you the confidence. And you'll learn to, in mastering that communication to yourself, realize that a lot of the things that I was going through in my head at the time had nothing to do with that voice that was saying to me, this is the reason. It wasn't that at all. It was how I thought about things and how I reflected on myself. And that held me back for probably a decade because I just didn't have that confidence to do those things. I had very strong limiting beliefs and they are soul crushing. So that would probably, if I could only give myself one piece of advice, it would be that, read. Learn to master the communication with yourself. Just get better and better and better at that. And I think also to realize that um, you know, don't be looking for external gratification to know that you're a good person and you're doing, you're doing well. You don't have to be in a relationship with somebody to feel like you're achieving things, that you're a worthy person. I know society sets us up for the fact that even now at age you know, 52, that people would look at me and will still look at me and say, well, you are not successful or you have done something wrong because you are not with someone because life is meant to be shared and enjoyed and all that kind of stuff. And it's not that I don't, um, don't agree with that, but it also implies that you cannot be successful and happy by yourself, which is not true. And as we know, our society is changing. Society's values are changing. I mean, there are more same-sex couples now than there were when I was a kid, for sure. So I think the concept of this term self-partnering and doing those things is growing more and more popular because people realize that uh, there's a lot that they can achieve by themselves. Yes, uh, are, we, are we better together uh, I mean, I have a team of people around me that I would not be the person that I am if I didn't have that team. I don't have an intimate partner, but I still have a team around me. So I think for me, success for, for many years was I need to be in a relationship. If I'm not in a relationship, then I don't feel worthy of myself. Because that was the inner voice in me saying that uh, if you aren't in a relationship, you're failing somewhere. You're not good enough. Uh, but that's not true, is it? So again, comes back to that communication with yourself. So curious, what would your advice be to you? I'm going to go do a great workout. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.